The Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, says his government will ban single-use plastics, uh, which could include uh, bags, straws, and cutlery here in Canada as early as 2021. And uh, he says that we need to cover all of Canada with this uh, decision, and that's why the federal government is moving forward on uh, what he says is a science-based approach to establishing which harmful single-use plastics we will be eliminating as of 2021. Uh, let's uh, welcome back to the show to talk uh, more about this, uh, Chelsea Rockman. She's an assistant professor in the Department of Ecology, and she joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Chelsea, good afternoon, and uh, thanks so much for uh, coming back on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. All right, just uh, first off, 2021, I think, seems pretty aggressive to to a lot of people. Uh, what do you think about the government's announcement today? Is banning single-use plastics over the next uh, few years, is that achievable? I think it is achievable. So I think the word single-use plastic means a lot of things. But if we're just thinking about those items like plastic straws and cutlery and things that cannot go in our recycle bins and tend to be used once and then thrown away, those are the items that I think is very feasible to get rid of. And I think two years isn't that far away. And so I think it is a big step forward. And in addition to these, I, this conversation about banning single-use items, there's a lot more in that announcement that also just pertains to increased or improved uh, waste management as well as better science to inform future decisions. All right. Well, yeah, well, let's talk about the science-based approach, which the uh, prime minister uh, made particular uh, note of. Uh, What exactly does he uh, mean by that when it comes to banning single-use plastics? I think what he means by that is getting rid of or thinking about, getting rid of is the wrong word, but thinking about how you can target some of those items that may actually be hazardous when they end up in the environment and that do go in the environment because they're low value, because they don't have a recycling market. So I think when they say a science-based approach, they mean they want to use the evidence to choose the best items that actually it makes sense to get rid of, where there are alternatives that are not expensive, that don't promote or that don't have accessibility issues. So I think they're just trying to be careful and actually use evidence uh, when making decisions versus just jumping in quickly. Okay, you've done a lot of research and a lot of work uh, in this area. Is there something that would uh, make the biggest difference uh, in the least amount of time? Is there something that you would particularly target? I don't know, is it straws? Is it shopping bags? So for me, I think it's not a particular... Yeah, I mean, we go out in the environment, we do cleanups, we do transect surveys to quantify and characterize what's there. And I can tell you that the top items are a lot of these single-use items that you're naming right there. They're plastic bottles, they're straws, they're plastic bags. But when I go to a location where, say, plastic bottles have value and they're recycled and there's an incentive, I never see those in the environment. So I think based on based on what we see in the environment, we should think about targeting or putting policy around those items that we often see. But the majority of what I study are those microplastics, right? So when these big pieces get out into the environment, they break down into smaller pieces. Those are what we find in the stomachs of fish and in our drinking water and in surface water around the world. And so I think that, you know, getting rid of certain single-use items is one step to reducing the microplastics that we see. Other things may be filters on washing machines to reduce microfibers. It may be uh, gardens or some type of like a filter on storm drains to reduce 
the dust, the plastic dust that's coming off the road. So I think this is a really good first step, right, to eliminate what we see in the environment. But I think that this is really just the beginning. And I think what the Canadian government is showing is that they're listening uh, and they're willing to do the work. And so hopefully we see a lot more snowball from this announcement today. All right, listening and uh, providing some much-needed leadership uh, in this area. But uh, how do you go about actually uh, achieving this, uh, Chelsea? Is there a way that, uh, I mean, it's one thing just to say, we're going to ban these uh, products, these single-use uh, plastics, but uh, mm-hmm. how do you do that in a practical level? What, what is the yeah. best strategy? So there's been a couple of commitments that I've seen that I feel like are practical and could actually move the needle. One is that one of the things that was announced today is having the producer basically be responsible for the material at the end of the life, at life. Meaning instead of having cities and municipalities paying for waste management, having the producers actually buy in and pay to get those materials back and recycle them or manage them in a sustainable way. The other thing is putting uh, recycled content standards on industry saying that if you're going to produce new plastics, 50% of what you produce has to be made out of recycled plastic. That makes plastic waste more valuable and makes it more likely to be recycled back into something else. So I think those are good practical ways to do it. There are commitments right now from industry that says, and this is part of the plastic ocean Uh, the Ocean Plastics Charter, which says that by, I think it's 2030, 100% of plastics have to be able to be recycled and have to be recovered. So that means we shouldn't see items on the market anymore that have to go in the landfill, which are the things that are the most commonly found items on our beaches. Yeah, is there another country, another jurisdiction or area that uh, you can point to that uh, maybe could be a model for Canada somewhere where where they're doing this and doing it right? So there are some places in the EU. Germany has a lot of really good policies where they have incentives for recycling certain materials. So, for example, there's a vending machine where you put your plastic bottle back in, you get money out of it, and that material gets reused. Uh, They also have a waste management infrastructure where things are sorted and collected in a way that the majority of the material does get recycled. And also people pay for producing more waste. And so there certainly are countries we can look to. And I think within our country, there are provinces uh, that have incentives for recycling bottles, for example. So a container deposit scheme where people get a quarter or a nickel when they they return that bottle. Also, British Columbia has... uh, an end-of-life scheme where the producers do pay for the end-of-life management. So absolutely, examples overseas, but also examples right here at home that all the provinces and, and cities within them can can uh, join in. But just looking at some facts here, Environment and Climate Change Canada says that uh, Canadians throw away more than 34 million plastic bags uh, every day that would often uh, wind up in the landfills and could take as long as a thousand years for them to uh, decay. So for those that don't think, uh, Chelsea, that this is really that big of a problem or it uh, should be somewhere down on the uh, priority uh, list, uh, you would say what? I would say that I disagree. I've been working on this issue for 10 years. The amount of plastic that I see in the environment, in our Arctic, in the Great Lakes, in the middle of the oceans, in the bellies of fish, in our drinking water is astounding. I have projects where I have 20-plus students working on a single project because the amount of plastic to count just takes so long. The other thing I'd say to your comment is that Uh, When you talk about Canadians and what we throw away, I think that the government just stepped up and they're doing something, but it's not just their responsibility. So people, right, the consumers, we also need to use less and throw away less. So it should be all of our responsibility in the next few years to reduce the amount of materials that we use that will become waste. 
All right, Chelsea Rockman with the University of Toronto on this uh, for us again. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us, uh, Chelsea. Really appreciate the time. No problem. Thank you.